welcome. It's Mark and it's Trucking Answers. From YouTube all the way to your ear hole, we are here. So this is the podcast that other podcasts listen to to decide what they are going to talk about. So we better get going so they can have a show. I'm here with my co-host Gracie, who's looking at me from the couch. And uh, sir, she will have something to say today. In this unabridged show, we will, of course, discuss things in the news and things that are on my mind. Have trucking news, some automotive news, and... In the third half of the show, we're going to discuss yet another reason why we do not live on Mars. Mars looks beautiful. I saw this documentary about it, Total Recall. Looks like a great place to live. But we can't move there because there's a bunch of dumb, stupid, idiot people on this planet that we have to waste our tax dollars on providing dry cheese sandwiches to. So we'll see who it is today that is stopping me from moving to Mars. Now... You will notice that on YouTube, I'll be doing a couple of videos about what I'm going to talk about today, but we can talk about things here more and in more in depth on a podcast because, look, let's face it, who wants to look at me for 20 minutes, much less two or three minutes that my (laughs) videos usually are. So, so there you go. So I want to talk about a couple of things here today that are super important. One is CRST. So our favorite company, when you go for the gold, you go for CRST. Now, they have been embroiled in, well, in many suits, lawsuits, right? And what? What? Oh, Gracie says that I'm not an attorney and I can't give legal advice. So anything that you hear on the show is just my opinion. It isn't a legal opinion or legal advice. Thank you for that, Miss Gracie. And she is back to sleep. So what has happened is when you go to people don't know if you're new to trucking or you maybe you just don't know this, that when you go to a truck school now, it's quite common and it isn't just CRST. There just happened to be in the article and they're named in it, but it is a lot of these large carriers that do this. When you sign up and they send you to truck school and then train you, they make you sign a contract. And generally these contracts say, Something to the effect of you have to work here for a certain period of time, say nine months, a year, 18 months, whatever it is, or you owe us the money back and they have an amount that's $10,000 or whatever. And I think it should be prorated, but that's another story because I'm not an attorney. But what is happening and people, many people have sent me letters from these. England's another big one on this that sends out these kind of letters that are, you know, ominous looking letters. When you find out that they have been lying to you, which we're going to get into that for another thing here soon, because if a company, trucking company is talking to you, they're probably lying. All right. And so you get there and they promise the world the gold and the gold turns into copper. Right. <laughs> so uh, and then what happens? You leave. You quit and you're like, I'm going to go work somewhere else because you call around a couple of their companies like, yeah, you can work here, make this, make that. Whatever. They're probably lying too. But So you go there and you have to fill out an application and you put down, yeah, I worked for CRST for four months or whatever. And they call for verification and CRST immediately sends them a cease and desist that says, hey, you can't hire people. You can't poach these people. Now, in my opinion, they're not poaching. You're the one trying to find a job. And what I have always said is that in America, you don't have to work anywhere for any longer than you want to work. There was this thing in the 1860s. Oh, if I remember back. Yeah, that said no one can force you to work against your will. 
unless you're a prisoner, which is in the amendment. Other than that, you can work where you want. Now, I would agree that CRST could get their money from you. Whatever they said it was and you agreed to, they should be able to get from you. What they've been doing um, in an antitrust kind of way, according to the Department of Justice and me, is they'll send that place a letter. And so you can't get a job. Companies, you either have to put down you don't have an experience, right? Or you just can't get a job. And they probably put it on your deck anyway. So you'd have to work somewhere without a deck. It makes it difficult. It isn't like you couldn't work, but it makes it difficult. And they don't have any right to do that, in my opinion. And the Department of Justice just sent a letter with their opinion into this case. And the Department of Justice says it's illegal. That they said it is per se illegal. You cannot do it. To talk about this some on the live show. That what CRST is doing is artificially keeping wages low. I love that they wrote that in there because we've all known that. That's what these companies do. So they bring you in and then if you can't work anywhere else, you have to work for them. And so if you can't move around to better yourself, then places like CRST and that don't have an incentive to give you a raise because where are you going to go? So that the Department of Justice is saying that these places are conspiring with each other to agree to not hire each other's drivers and that artificially keeps wages low in the industry you know and artificially raises profits you can't work somewhere else and they said it's illegal okay and i love it it's about time and that will carry a lot of weight in a case when the you know government attorneys and that write this up and says you know we looked at this and we're saying this isn't right what they're doing is not right for business. If they want to get their money back, I got no problem with that. I don't think you should sign up for any of these places. In my opinion, CRST can drop off the face of the earth and close tomorrow. Wouldn't couldn't care less. It'd probably be the best thing that ever happened to trucking. Okay. And you should never work there, not for one minute. And I don't care what their ads are not, which their ads are now saying $95,000 a year. Okay. I want one driver to write to me with 10 checks in a row in a row that show that they would average $95,000 a year from CRST and not the CEO. Okay. So uh, nobody ever does that. So that's the thing about it. Department of justice comes out and says, no, no, per se illegal. It's just inherently illegal, not allowed. It's not allowed. It's anti-competitive and you're all conspiring with each other. And I think that'll carry a lot of weight. I can't wait to see where this goes. This case has been going on for five years now, of course, and you know what's going to happen. You know, you're thinking it the same as me, right? There's going to be a settlement. That's my opinion, especially after this letter. The lawyers at CRST, you know they got lawyers everywhere considering how many problems they have. They must be saying, oh, you know, this is, uh, this is going against us. What are we going to do? So, look, what should happen is they should have to not do it anymore. Okay? Pay these people because they've been, they have been financially injured. If you can't go get a better job and you had to either stay there or get out of trucking that's a problem and you should have to get some compensation because crst wrongly did it in the justice's opinion department of justice and they should also have to cease and desist from the crap that they do which is what you would expect from a company that you know is horrible so please do not work for these places okay just don't do it as an aside uh, i was at meyer this morning Picking up a few items, some goober 
Goober grape. Don't you love that stuff? Oh, among many other things. Okay, so, and I'm talking to the cashier, and uh, we find out that her husband is right now enrolled in CDL school, and he uh, is deciding where to go, and he was thinking about going to night. So I talked to her because leaving his house, he had a couple of opportunities. You know, one is local, one is night, and I'm like, She's like, well, Knight's going to pay more. I go, look, number one, they're all lying to him, all of them. And number two, you know, do you want him to leave? Because she said Knight told him he'll be out three to four weeks at a time. Okay, that's what they said. So I can imagine how long you're actually going to be out. She goes, well, he works nights now. I go, look, he's got, what if he left today and didn't come back until the end of August? Okay, you're like a single mother because she has three kids. Uh, I said, no, tell him no. I gave her my card. And I'm like, no, go take the local job. It pays less. Believe me, it pays way more an hour, way more an hour. So hopefully I've talked him out of that. She's going to talk to him about it and he's going to write to me. So another one, uh, I save another one from sleeping in a parking lot a thousand miles away from his house when he has three kids at home that he never sees. So because what I'm trying to do is keep people with their family, which is the most important thing. How much more time your kids, because that's what I hear from people. Oh, kids grow up so fast. Well, then why aren't you home with them? Why aren't you watching them grow up? Why are you gone? All right. If you're single, that's one thing. But you got a wife and three kids at home. Okay. Get a local job, would you? So the other thing that I saw, um, which a couple of astute viewers sent me an article about, a manager at a McDonald's, and this does relate back to trucking, and uh, besides, I can talk about whatever I want, so bite me, so. <laughs> Gracie, what do you mean, Gracie? Don't be nicer to people. All right, sorry, sorry. So, he is uh, apparently put out some kind of TikTok, because that's what all the kids do these days. Of course, he's the manager, he looks like he's 25 years old, and he puts out a TikTok that says uh, he's there at 3.30, I didn't know they had to come in that early. And he's supposed to be, people are supposed to be coming in at four. He opens the store. I guess they come in at four. Nobody showed. No show, no call. And then at five, there were a couple more people supposed to come in, and they didn't come in. And so he was decrying that, and he said at six, he's not going to be able to open the store up because there's no people there, and the workers don't want to work and all that. And uh, we give good, what did he say, a good schedule and good pay. Listen, let me tell you, this is the same in trucking. Okay, and I have a video about this as well, most likely. If nobody shows up, it's you. Okay, if one person just doesn't come, it's one thing. But when no one comes, it's a you thing. This is totally a management, and this is the same problem in trucking. When you have a 100, 200% turnover, when you have to force people through threat of a lawsuit to stay and work at your place it's you okay it isn't them is isn't that people don't want to work i remember you know this kind of stuff on the road so when you put in the macro and say okay i want to be home saturday or whatever and then they agree to it you should be home right period not oh well we didn't have freight or what get the drivers home you see when the company agrees to something, they should do it. Okay, I consider each of these things a lie. If you're not home at the time they said, they lied to you. You know, and that builds up. That builds up in the old lie bank. And eventually, boom, that driver leaves because they're sick of it. And eight is not nine. It's eight. Well, Mark, that's pretty specific. Yes, 
That's why people leave. That's correct. And I bet, and I, I never worked at McDonald's. I worked at Arby's. was my fast food of choice. But many people do work at McDonald's. And yeah, they have staffing problems because it's the same kind of crap. The same kind of stuff goes on. And so as a personal story, right, uh, you know, I've been at my place for many years and I was going to leave this spring. In the winter, they changed, they got new management. But, you know, I've been doing the same thing for around 10 years. And in those 10 years, we probably had 12 or more managers. Okay, and that tells you something right there. Why do managers keep leaving, right? Because they're treated poorly from the top. And so then they changed some stuff in the winter, you know, to like, oh, well, you know, we're not going to pay you right away anymore. We're going to, you're going to have to wait an hour to get paid. And I'm like, that ain't happening, right? And then the managers, I'm like, well, what are you doing then? You're giving us a pay cut. And the management there is like, if you don't like it, go work somewhere else. And when you have that kind of an attitude, you kind of tend to go work somewhere else. <laughs> okay. And I had planned on leaving in the spring, but I moved, you know, they had another opening somewhere else. So I just transferred. But uh, that's what happens. And a couple more people have come with me and I got another one. I keep talking to more people there. I got another one coming in two weeks. So I'm taking a good part of the people with me. And that's how it works. They're all coming up here. Right. And the one last person, they've been giving them grief. And so I had to call. I actually called over there. I'm like, hey, what are you doing? Oh, well, we can't everybody leave. I go, look, you can't keep people. This is not going to work. Right. We're going to start. It's going to be a real problem. We're going to call. That's the thing about a big place. They got a bunch of corporate rules. We're going to be calling down there. I said, I'm going to personally call and saying that, you know, you're being a problem. And so, boom, like an hour later, they got a start time at the over here with me. Isn't that amazing? You can't just do that. And so treating people poorly like that is ridiculous. And when everybody leaves, it's a you thing. When you're at McDonald's and no one comes in, it's you. And that's what a bunch of commenters apparently said. This is a, obviously a management problem. And the manager's like, oh, well, no, that can't be the case. It's totally the case. I get if one person doesn't show up, all right. He's like, I might write these people up. Well, fine. They should all quit and go work somewhere else. I mean... Now, I will say this. If you agree at a trucking company or anywhere else at McDonald's to be in at four, you should show up at four or quit, not just not show up. All right. So you should just call them and say or go in and say, you know what? Here's your shirt. I'm leaving. I quit because you don't have to stay there any longer than you want to. They're quite clear about that, by the way. Aren't aren't these companies quite clear? Oh, well, you know, you can uh, you know, we can fire you anytime and you can leave anytime. Okay, well, you know when I choose to leave? Right now. That's when I choose to leave. So, uh, since they want it that way, that's that's how it has to be. But these uh, company, trucking companies, same way. Oh, well, you know, we're supposed to be home. They did the same thing to me, right? I talk about this in the video. Hey, Mark, can you go to Indy one time, right? And I'm like, eh, I got some stuff to do. All right, I'll run down there, get a trailer and come back. But then I got to get out of here. Fine. When I come back, they go, oh, we also need you to go over, you know, another side of West Lafayette and get some, bring something over here. I'm like, no. They're like, well, no, we need you to do it. I'm like, hey, you know, a deal's a deal. And I said, because you're like that, now don't ask me for favors again, because that's not how it works, you know. And that kind of stuff is super aggravating. And trucking companies do this stuff all the time. Pay is generally not the number one reason people leave. If it's really low, maybe. But they get treated poorly and they leave at trucking and at McDonald's apparently and at all these places. And then they go make videos about it and all that. And it doesn't do any good. And some manager comes on. Oh, I can't get anybody to come in. Why do you think you can't get anybody to come in? 
do you think it's you or do you think it's them? And it, by the way, if you think it's them, if you're the manager and you think it's them, why are you hiring people like that? You're not doing a good job of hiring. You know, you should be very more uh, selective, a lot higher in your selection process of who you're bringing into work. People that are reliable and will come into work. But even those people get sick of your garbage day in and day out. Oh, do this, do that, right? If you don't like it, you can quit. I love that. I love when trucking companies or McDonald's or anywhere has that kind of attitude. Oh, if you don't like it, why don't you quit? All right, see ya. You know, and that's what people are doing now, and I applaud them for it. Fine, I quit. You know, trucking companies think, oh, well, this driver's a quit. I'll just get another driver. I'll, that driver have a job in the parking lot, you know, before they get out of your parking lot. They'll be working somewhere else. It'll take you a lot longer to fill that spot. You know, I, I always love that at trucking companies. Oh, well, we just get somebody else. Oh, go, good luck with that. See how that's working for you. So that's uh, those are those are the two things, the two big things, really, that have been that are going on. This uh, McDonald's thing is just ridiculous. And CRST can't wait for the downfall of them. Now, I've been getting a few questions about this, and um, I saw a couple of videos with other people doing this kind of thing. Should Mark, should I buy a car now and rent it out on Turo? Or if I have an extra car and I'm gone, what about renting it on Turo? Turo, for you, those of you that don't know, is a service where you post your car and people come and drive your car around, rent it, because it's less expensive generally than Hertz or whatever. And then you get the money. You split the money with Turo. Now, Uber, Lyft, same thing if you drive for them, which, as you know, I've been an Uber driver, oh, six and a half years now, occasionally. Same problem, pizza delivery, same problem, okay? When you drive for any of these services or you rent your car out on any of these places, Turo, and there's a few others, you have to really think about what you're doing. Like Ubering full-time, I think you should go get insurance, Okay, they sell insurance now. There are companies that sell policies for rideshare drivers. Because here's the th here's a couple of things for you to consider. When you buy a car, now if you have a car loan, I guarantee you the loan document because they all say this says personal use only, not for commercial or business use. So, you can drive to work, but you cannot use the car for work. They can call the loan, meaning, okay, you owe all of it. They accelerate the loan and you have to pay all of it. Now, I haven't really heard of that happening, but they could. And if they knew up front, they wouldn't give you the loan. So that's one problem. Number two problem is car insurance. So if you are in an accident, your car insurance will not cover you because they are very specific. Same thing, no commercial or business use of the vehicle at all now you can help your friends move but you can't use your pickup truck and post it on craigslist where you get paid every weekend to help people move see the difference you can drive to work but if you're using the car for uber or delivering pizza the car is part of a business you're using it for a business purpose to make money and that's not allowed by your car insurance there are car insurance companies that will sell you a policy based on this. They write it just for that, and that's what you should get. The Another problem, okay, another problem is the warranty. If your car has a factory warranty on it, and they find out you're doing this, the warranty is not valid anymore. They will cancel it. They put you in the 
computer with no warranty. You're done. Because same reason. You agree when you get the car, whether you bought it new or it still has a factory warranty, bought it used, that the car will only be used for personal use. Now, you can drive it back and forth to Florida for vacation, no problem, right? All over the place. But you start driving it any distance for work where you're using the car, like delivering pizzas or Lyft or any of that, no warranty. And I always remember, I've talked about this before, there was a Sentra that came in because it was in the news, 55,000 miles because it has a five-year, 60,000-mile warranty, needed an engine, guy had lift stickers on it okay i tell you take these stickers off he had those stickers on it they're like oh lift you drive for lift oh yeah it's great make lots of money whatever they like boom they write and click it. you can hear the keys clicking no warranty thank you very much have a nice day because you agree you will not use it for business purposes so he ended up buying an engine or whatever happened to him Arturo, it's even worse possibly because not only that someone else is driving your car right <laughs> Who knows what they're doing with it? It is possible. Somebody would have your car. If they did some kind of drug deal, the police seize your car. That's part of the deal. Okay. They don't care that you're, well, I rented it out. Okay. Good luck going to get it back. All that stuff. That's number one. Number two, maybe they don't get caught, but they leave some kind of residue in the car or something. And you're stopped by canine, you know, sharp tooth or whatever. And they go sniffing around and you got a problem. You've got a problem because you don't know where that car has gone. They wreck it. Okay, you're out, you're just out of luck. What are you going to do? Now, Turo does have some kind of insurance policies and stuff, and I've seen mixed results of being able to use that. But it, car insurance, same thing. You cannot rent your car out to somebody and expect to have any car insurance. Or, And here's the other problem. Say something happens to your car while they're driving it, and they go, well, I'll just take it to the dealer. And they go, yeah, we're renting this car. You're finished. You are finished and there are you know, i'm sure there's people on tour that make money and but there are many stories of people that have totally gotten hosed by this whole problem of somebody renting their car that they don't know i wouldn't really that's the worst part you know delivering food may be one thing uh, or people but actually uh i guess because the food can't shoot you in the back of the head but where somebody rents your car I mean, that's just a ridiculous thing to do with your car because of the liability problems. They're speeding through speed cameras or something like that. Who's getting the ticket? They're mailing it to you. All right, what are you going to send the ticket to Turo? And what if the people don't pay it? Then what? You're going to pay it because it's going on your license. Okay, that's all those are problems that people don't think about when they're trying to make a little bit of extra side cash there's other ways to make side cash besides renting out your car now yeah the rates are really good you know actually as i went on there to see before i did this i could probably get 55 dollars a day for my sonic is that crazy it's like crazy money to get for it and they're busy so you definitely could the escape 100 bucks a day i get for that thing a hundred dollars a day crazy money but one problem, and boom, you don't have a car. You could go to jail. It's go right. They commit some kind of crime or something, and somebody gets a plate. But they, they get away. Drop the car off. You're driving around. Plate comes up in one of these uh, ANPR plate readers that the police have. Boom, you're getting pulled over. Like, hey, where were you? What's going on? You just get arrested, that kind of thing. That You're like, oh, well, that doesn't happen. It absolutely happens. It totally could happen. So 
to have somebody else drive it is an absolute no, not when they're paying you. Uber Lyft can make money. If you're going to do it any amount, you should have insurance and you're still risking a warranty. And even so, you're putting a lot of miles and that would be Spark uh, for Walmart, uh, DoorDash, any of these where you're using your vehicle as a business vehicle. You know, if you're going to do it full time, which I think you could, you're going to put a lot of miles on it and you're going to have a big risk. And so then you'll have to factor in the extra insurance costs, which I have no idea how much that would be to insure it for that. It'd be a lot because there's a lot of liability involved in it, I think. Just think about it before you let some goober head that you have no idea who it is rent your car. What if they don't return it? What if they get turned and they just, what if they get arrested? Oh, that's interesting. They get stopped. They get arrested and uh, they don't return your car. They're just not, you can't get a hold of them. You know why? Because they're in jail. So what do the police do inside the road? Tow your car away. You got to go try and find it. I mean, those that is fraught with danger, and I wouldn't consider it in any way. I wouldn't do it. Wouldn't even think about it. It's time to head to Nevada, where we find two fine gentlemen with their idiocy already in progress. I assume that they live together in a cinder block basement apartment, likely in bunk beds. But, hey, maybe they have a queen-size bed. Who knows? Either way, they are already out and up for the morning, and it's not even 11 o'clock yet. You see, they are taking what the um, article says is a large supply of weed. Can we say weed? I think so. And they are taking it from Nevada to Idaho. Apparently, there's not enough of it in Idaho. So... The thing is, they're also using the product on the way. And that can be a problem. Look, if you're going to do this kind of stuff, you should never use your own product. That's the first rule of business. You don't use it, that's profit out the window. Any good Ferengi knows this. But they are using it, and it turns out it makes them paranoid. You know, they're looking around, they got a lot of stuff with them. They think that they're being followed. You know, they may have been found out. The popo may be on to them. So, what do they do? They go, well, you know what? Let's find out. Now, does that mean they took a couple of right turns and left turns to see if there's a car behind them? No. They call 911. And they say, hey, we got a bunch of weed here. Are you guys following us? And so the dispatcher says, well, I don't know. We got a lot of cars out there. What kind of car are you in and what's your license plate? And so they didn't know their plate. So they stopped and she's like, where are you? What's your plate or whatever? They give it to him. And it turns out she sent a police officer out there. Can you believe that? <laughs> it's true. And they get arrested. <laughs> Here's the thing. When you have a large supply of weed that by your own admission you are taking to another state to sell, that's a problem. That's a felony. <laughs> okay, that's a big felony. And they seize your car and all this other stuff. So, just brilliant. So, the moral of the story is if you think you're being followed by the police, do not call the police and ask them if they are following you. By the way, they said there that they had no idea who these two were until they called. They were just, you know, they the police didn't know anything about it. 
but they were so paranoid that you know they wanted to just check and see hey you guys we we got a bunch of weed here are you following us we think you know you're following us and so so now there's another cinder block basement apartment partially furnished with bunk beds available for use in the uh, las vegas area which would be amazing to have a cinder block basement apartment in vegas but you know hey Maybe this was built before current building codes were up when the Flamingo was still a thing there. I don't know. Either way, I know this. Two more people. Now I got two cheese sandwiches for breakfast, two cheese sandwiches for lunch, two cheese sandwiches for supper. I got to feed up, pull out six cheese sandwiches every day for however long these two geniuses are going to be in jail. And that is why I can't live on Mars with all the beautiful people that are already living there. I saw that documentary, Total Recall. It's a pretty nice place. Go check it out. Sometimes it's on PBS, I think. I'm not sure. Check local listings in your area to see when that is on. So that's the story for today here at Trucking Answers. Be sure to check out some videos on the YouTube channels and write to me, Mark, at TruckingAnswersNation.com. And we'll be back soon with another podcast.